Hey guys, this is Christians in the Gritty. Life is hard. And man, we've lived it. We sure have. We are just two sisters doing our best to please God through it all. And having fun doing it. So we've been doing this Bible study at our church, guys, and... If you don't do women's Bible study or men's Bible study or whatever kind of thing you are, child, teenager, whatever, do it. It's so great. Yes. Awesome. And kids, if you don't have someone to do a Bible study with you, ask an adult because I'm sure somebody would be willing. Mm -hmm. I would be willing. version app. You can do Bible studies and plans. They call them plans, but they're really Bible studies with people. Yes, so invite your friends to it. Yes, it'd be great. This is Melissa and Christina. And we're going to talk a little bit about Bible studies because we've been doing one at our church um, with this lady who's pretty awesome. We'll just call her Karen because that's her name. name. (laughs) And uh, it's uh, Women of the Bible. Women? Woman. Women of the Bible. (laughs) Not one woman. So we're talking about um, this woman named Rahab. Do you know what Rahab was? Rahab was a prostitute. She was a prostitute. Mm-hmm. But she's very important uh, for all of us, actually, because, yeah, she was important for so many reasons. When um, the Israelites were exiled into the desert for 40 years after they escaped Egypt and they didn't listen to God. Eek. That's something I've been learning mm-hmm. is like, it is so important to listen to God, even even though we're trying to and we're talking about how obedience is loving God. It's like we're missing out on so much like they missed out in, in, on Israel mm-hmm. because they didn't listen to God. Yeah. And it makes me think back to yeah when you were talking about the little boy that you, with the quarters, you would have even missed out on joy there with that. I'm just saying, like, sometimes we can miss the joy that is there in obedience Mm -hmm. when we are like, that's so silly. Or wouldn't it be easier to do it this way Mm -hmm. when God has it that way for a reason? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So then um, these uh, people are eventually, once everyone died out except for Joshua and Caleb, uh, they were allowed to go to the promised land. They're the only two mm-hmm. of that whole generation that had left Egypt that were allowed to go. Because, because of their obedience. Because of their obedience. They were gifted to be able to go to the promised land. So, anywho. So, then, um, once that happened and they went into they went into Jericho and they were they sent two spies in there and th- where did they go they went to Rahab's house Rahab the prostitute <laughs> housed the spies and hid them and everything and she was rewarded for doing that even though she was a gentile uh, she was rewarded for for be having a fear of God And then I feel like she was saved later. But the really important thing about Rahab is that she believed in God and heard about him parting the Red Sea and knew that he would succeed in his plan. And she wanted to be on that side. And eventually she they had guess who? 
Boaz. That was her son. And the Boaz is the man who ends up marrying Ruth, but you might not know, is that they are direct ancestors of Jesus. Yes. And so God used even this prostitute to make his only begotten son and so many others that, you know, if you don't feel worthy, oh my goodness, (laughs) like God loves us. And then, you know, the one thing that I think about Boaz is he was a man that was the epitome of integrity, Mm -hmm. who was raised by a former prostitute. Yeah. Like, like, but don't you think her being a prostitute, she would have taught him to not look down on other people? Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like she would have had so much to teach him and to put him into that. And God knows what he's doing. Yes. Like, like I'm going to use that bad for my glory. Like, he's going to learn how to be this man of upright integrity. And then he's going to come pa- across this foreigner, Ruth, that is down and out. Mm-hmm. And he's going to see what her worth. And then he's going to um, marry her. And, and through that line, my son will be born. And... Thinking, yes, that is so awesome. Yeah. And thinking, too, just to Ruth and Boaz, is like, they did not really know each other. Mm-mm. He was just doing, he was doing the right thing mm-hmm. for God. And he's seen her hard work and her integrity. Yes. And, and, and love that, you know, and saw what her worth through that, mm-hmm. I feel like. Because she worked hard in the fields and he protected her because it was not a safe place for these women to be that were by themselves. And mm-hmm. he made sure no one was to mess with her. Yeah. A foreigner. Yeah. Which is not something, you know, she was from Moab, Moabite. And that yeah. was like the dirty dirt of people, which is very similar to the kind of person his mother used to be. If you think about mm-hmm. it, because they are very much into sin of that nature, like prostitution. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because typically they wouldn't be Christians, but that just shows us where God can pull us from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God can take all of that and make something amazing out of it. Mm-hmm. And amen. Because, <laughs> yeah, because, oh, he, yeah, because, uh, yeah, my life. Exactly. Is not. Is not um, something worthy, my past. Mm -hmm. Mine neither. So, yeah, obviously she was a changed woman and she was, you know, saved from being Mm -hmm. eliminated. (laughs) Yeah, she would have, she would have died. She would have died if she wouldn't have, she wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Um, And so you've got me thinking too um, from the study is one thing that hit me is just adoption into God's family. Mm-hmm. Because thinking about that family lineage, mm-hmm. which you can find in Matthew 1, if you want to look at it. but yeah, um, Matthew 1, 1 is where it starts, <laughs> actually. So it's very easy to yeah. find. So, okay, just for all those out there who are adopted, who have adopted, mm-hmm. who do foster care or whatever um she's tearing up (laughs) 
Well, it just made me think about it because I never thought about it in that way. And I honestly didn't know Jesus' full line. When I read those things in the Bible, mm-hmm. I've tried to read them and then I'll just skip over those. Yeah. Okay. Genealogy. I cannot follow what they're trying to say. Yeah. Like, who is this person? I have no idea. <laughs> it makes it easier when you do these studies, though, because yes. they call back over to other scripture and makes you go, oh. Or you have already read another. That's why it's important to read your Bible. You have already read another story in there, and you're like, wait a sec. Yeah. They just mentioned this name over here. This is the same? And that's what I I loved learning. And if there's a person in the lineage, and I just type their name into Google, say yeah. where it, or whatever, where do I find this person in the Bible? Or go into your Bible app like version and type their name in mm-hmm. so you can find the verses where they're at. But make sure that it's the same person. <laughs> yeah, I make that mistake <laughs> because, sometimes. You know, there are more than one, or like there is more than one person named whatever, you know, John. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But so, anyway, see, you got to <laughs> you got to be careful in it. Yeah. And but anyway, so Jesus, that they're calling that his family lineage, okay? And I'm going to look up um the verse too. But just think about that. Like they're saying this is Jesus's family even though he was not blood related to that family line. His his mother was Mary. This is Joseph's family. I know, but you know something that came to me? Finish what you're saying. Okay. Well, or maybe I should say this. If God can create the world yeah. and he can put a baby in Mary without the actual, you know, virgin, the virgin part, if he can, if he can do that in a virgin, why couldn't he? And this was my mind blown part. If it was so important that he came from this genealogy, then how could why couldn't he have taken some of Joseph and put it in her? Mind blown. How could he? <laughs> how, like I used to be like, yeah, but that's not his blood relation. But actually, if God says that's where he came from, won't, don't you think that he's capable of doing that? That's something I thought about one day, not actually too long ago, to be honest. But I am that. He could he could do that. He could, but I want to be careful here because it says Joseph accepts Jesus as a son. That's like the title of this section. So I am in so Matthew that's the title 1. of the section. So, so people think. Starting at verse 18. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, they, they had, had no sexual relations. She was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Right. So that there, and I understand what you're saying, but I think we need to be careful because that's our opinion. Right. When it says she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit, I truly believe myself. So we don't agree. Yeah. (laughs) Because he's 100% man. So not 50% man. He's 100% man and 100% God. Yes. So he's 200%. <laughs> you see what I mean? In my head. It's like, and this is my opinion. Like, I'm not Whoa. saying this is what happened. What I'm saying is, is God is capable of that. Yeah. He could have put the genes of Joseph and Mary in the womb. Why couldn't he have? He could have. 
and he's he and the Holy Spirit did it for him, in my opinion. Yeah, like that easily could have happened, but because of it being so important, and I'm now I'm going to the King James version. Okay, now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise when, as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. It's the Holy Ghost child. Hundred <laughs> percent. And then hundred percent man also. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it doesn't say then Joseph. Was her husband. Joseph. <laughs> right, but I don't think they want people to think that um not every detail is in the Bible. But even, at but. the same time, I think it's important for people not to have doubt. Mm-hmm. And if they would have been like, This is his birth son. Even if he is. I'm not saying he is. But even if he was. They talk about the genealogy so much, though, that I feel like that's important. Oh, I think it's important. Well, Jesus was influenced by the people of this family. Right. But I almost feel like it tells me that I was wrong to put such limitations on God. Yeah. Like, that's what came to me one day. It was like. Oh, well, why couldn't God do that? <laughs> okay. But if they were to say that specifically, like it was still Joseph's son, like people would be like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they'd be like, oh, it would put doubt in their mind that he but was also, by the Holy Spirit. Doesn't that take away some of the miracle part of it, the miracle aspect? If It could. He was, because he was not conceived through sexual relation. He was conceived through the Holy Spirit. Right. So I feel like that if he was blood relative to Joseph, that takes away some of the miracle. Yes and no, because you need intercourse for that to happen. Not if you're God. That's what I mean. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, but let me go to my thing now. Okay. Because I didn't finish. Okay. Okay. So it just... (laughs) So it just got me thinking, this Matthew 1, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Okay, so it goes all from Abraham to Jesus, okay? And um, I'll read verse, um, I'll start with 16, just because that's Jesus' lineage. Okay, and Jacob begat Joseph, the son, or the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations, and from David until the carrying away into Babylon are 14 generations, and from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are 14 generations. So, yes, God thought this was so important, and I agree with you, to put this genealogy here in the Bible. And Jesus, who is the son of Mary mm-hmm. in human form, mm-hmm. but also from the Holy Spirit, he was included in their family. They're saying this is the generation, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ. So how awesome is that, that we can have a Savior who is through a lineage of adoption? Yeah. And he is so worthy. Yeah. 100% perfect in every way. Yeah. Either way, 
yeah. Joseph knew that this was God's son. Yeah. Even if it was his genes, he did not take of Mary or whatever you want to say it to be nicely. And he knew that. Yeah. So he still had to accept him. Yes. And so, and just the same way. So if that's why I say, if you're adopted, if you're in foster care, whatever your situation is, that family can love you just as much. Yes, definitely. <laughs> because I know that these kids do not feel that way yeah. most of the time. Um, yeah. But, and then also, just, like, that's the same way that we're adopted into Christ's family as yeah. well. So that's what came to me, <laughs> came to me today. Mm-hmm. Is, like, you just don't think, we don't always like read so deeply into the things yeah. that we're studying even. And these discussions I think are good. Like this is the kind of things that the Bible study makes good Yeah. on top of that <laughs> is because it's like, we don't, we can dig in and give your, what you're hearing from the Holy spirit and learn from each other and mm-hmm. kind of learn to dig in even more. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. Or right. <laughs> I'm not saying I am either, by the way, people. So I was just saying that, that it's a good healthy discussion. I was just saying that that it's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that I never ex- I never thought it to be possible before. Mm-hmm. And I always was confused why it was so important for this genealogy to be in there when it wasn't even his biological family. Mm-hmm. And then it hit me one day, why wouldn't that be possible? Yeah. But what also is, like, awesome about that, this lineage, is not every person would have reacted in the same way Joseph did. Yeah. So so he learned. God had this plan in advance and knew who the perfect spouse for Mary would be. Someone that came, that learned integrity mm-hmm. through their hardships. I mean, there's foreigners in there and everything. And he mm-hmm. had the love, the down and out. And I'm sure, you know, you learn things from grandpa. You learn things from, you know, your your families, whoever that is, even if it is an adoption, you learn those things through them mm-hmm. and how, what is important in life. And yeah. it's just really awesome. And you're right that um, Jesus would have learned all that and learned how to not only from the Holy Spirit and from hearing straight from God, mm-hmm. but how to um, serve. Yeah. And if we think about it, he didn't start his ministry until what, 30 years old. You know, he only had a few years to share word like directly from Jesus. People only had a few years until his death mm-hmm. to. Well, he like, did experience. start. He did start talking to people when he was 12 years old well, in the temple yeah. but that's not that's not exactly what she's getting at so yeah. i'm just i know what you're saying yeah so but we get adopted like you were saying into god's family and even us not being jewish like we're not god's chosen people because mm-hmm. those are the jewish people and but then you know all the Jewish people that did believe in Jesus had to learn that the Gentiles could also be children of God, mm-hmm. and that is another thing that they had to learn through Jesus how to accept other people too. Yes, and for it's sure. the same way for us now. So the other thing I w- that came to me <laughs> is 
that even though we know that Jesus is 100% God, mm-hmm. well, he's also 100% human, and we talked about how he's influenced by Joseph and all the people in his family from generations, he still, in some sense, obeyed his earthly mother, and I'm sure he did throughout, Yeah, but... Even like with the first performed miracle of turning water into wine. And he says, it's not my time it's yet. It's not my time. And she says, I need you to do, yes, this, do this, Jesus. And he does it. But he also gained a disciple there. Yeah. So it makes me wonder if he was just hesitant to start, even though he's not, he's not, he is perfect. But I feel like sometimes um, Jesus still was like, like before he was crucified, he's like, take this away from me. I don't, yes. I don't want it. This is too much. And he, then he, then he said, what do you call that? Seceded to God, decided that he was like, no, God, your will. Yes. Which kind of represent, it does represent that uh, father son relationship. Yeah. There. Yeah. And so it makes me wonder because I, I mean, he picked up a disciple because of the fact that he did the water and the wine. Mm-hmm. And it makes me wonder if he was just hesitant at first, but it doesn't, he, yeah, either way, he still listened to his mother, whether he was, you know, like it was my time or not. I feel like that could be a study in itself, like that <laughs> whole thing. Yeah. And I'm learning that through doing Karen's study mm-hmm. is that there's like, even when I think I'm going deep, mm-hmm. like there, you can go deeper. Yeah. Ugh. And and all these things are just opinions and thoughts and stuff. You obviously want to get in your Bible and look at the scripture and talk to the Holy Spirit and know what it, the Holy Spirit is telling you. And those things don't ma- like they matter, but they don't matter. Like it doesn't matter if Jesus had wanted to do that and hesitated. Like I, I feel like he was perfect and we know it. Mm-hmm. And he was without sin. So everything he did do, we know, was not him sinning. Right. And so sometimes that stuff is just like makes you go, but he gained a disciple. So even if maybe he wasn't supposed to do it yet, but God still used it for his good. That could Mm -hmm. be too. You know, it just makes you this question. Yeah. And I mean, if he wasn't supposed to, it would be disobedient. So we know that he was allowed allowed to yeah exactly that's what i'm trying to get at (sighs) but when we're talking about this adoption into being one of god's children we have to think about the people around us and know that yeah those people might not be who we would normally run with or hang out with or whatever or maybe they don't act the way that you think they should or that society thinks they should or god thinks they should but to just try to pull them into your community in 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 any way that you can that is a way that you can show jesus's love and share god with them and you know that's just a great way that you can minister to other people is to do what you love with others so that way you're on a place where it's safe because we were talking about how it's kind of hard to be in those situations. It's hard to be with people that are 
hard to be around. And we talked about that before. Mm -hmm. And so you don't fall. It's a good way to do that. Like with our aunt who is starting a um, fitness thing at our church, drumming. And it's just a good way. We can invite people that normally wouldn't come to church and do those things that you love and they love together and show them the love. And I already know there are people coming. Yeah. Yeah. And what great way to show people the love of God, the Mm -hmm. love of Jesus, and just... In a normal way. Like, no, not everybody does cardio drumming. We know that. But you find something. it's a regular activity that people enjoy. Yeah. And you don't have to find their thing. Mm -hmm. You find what you love and then minister to those people that are with you. Mm -hmm. Like, if you love going and watch your kid play ball... You be the love of Jesus to those people. Yeah. Or if you are going cardio drumming, (laughs) invite somebody along, even if you don't know if they'll like it. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, because you don't have to, like, specifically talk to people about, this is God, and you should love God. You can just talk to them about your story, like we try to do, and just let them know what God's done for you. Yeah. And that brings better merit. So that just gives you more of that merit or whatever you want to call it to have your story is stronger than you preaching at them. Yes. And for just people to know that we're all um, quote unquote normal people. Yeah. (laughs) We're the same. We're all sinners. We all like to do different things. We have different interests. Different talents. Yes. We're all just different or we're all just people very different but there's someone like you out there yeah believer unbeliever whatever yeah there's someone like you yeah and they're gonna see a difference in you yes because they're gonna see that change and that difference especially if they knew you before Mm -hmm. and but it's something that they're gonna get pulled to Mm -hmm. and if they rebel against it that's you know that can't be something that you worry about. You plant the seed and you let God soften that yes. heart. Our job is to share yeah. God. God is the one who calls us yeah. to know and him. And calls to the other people. Yeah. yeah. And it's our own job for to gain our salvation. Yeah. Well, and I say gain lightly because <laughs> it's not something you earn. It's okay. So accept is a better word. Mm -hmm. It's our job to accept Christ Mm -hmm. to receive salvation. To receive the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you want to pray? I can. (laughs) Lord, um, we just want to thank you for our Bible studies and just encourage others to join in one, to ask about Mm -hmm. them. Lord, just help surround people with other Christians or um, unbelievers with Christians who can invite them in to do the things um, to get to know you Um, whether it's exercise um, going to a movie um, or sitting around the table eating dinner just um, help us to be more inviting to one another Um, help us to want to learn about you, to Mm -hmm. hunger for your word. And Lord, um, just help to bring us closer to one another in community. 
um, and just not to be afraid to share yes. with others what you have for them, which is an eternal life in heaven with you, with Jesus. Um, Lord, thank you again, and please be with everyone through the week. Um, and in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. <laughs> so you've been listening to Christians in the Gritty. This is Melissa and Christina. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.